everyone it's time for another live look at the astrology my name is katie sweetman and this is the astrology for april 11th through 17th 2022 so sorry getting a little bit of a late start today um i was actually flew back from italy yesterday i was in milan and florence and um i guess my sagittarius uh couldn't wait to travel again so I'm a little bit jet lagged so if you are watching live let me know where you're watching from um like i said my sagittarius rising likes to explore it likes to travel haven't been able to do as much of that over the past couple of years but i like to vicariously travel the world through you all so you know th this is uh, empowering astrology in case i didn't say that already and every week we gather live i know some of you watch the replay uh to listen about the astrology and to understand what is the nature of time this week and that's the thing astrology is about time it's about symbolic time metaphoric time how do we live time and the cycles and seasons of time? But then there's you. And that's why I say every week, the astrology is 50%. You are the other 50%. So how do you live in this time? How do you show up, for example, an airy season ready to start over, ready for renewal, ready to start again? Um, if I didn't say it already, um, ready to take action, for example. Because Aries season being the first sign of the zodiac, it's all about the energies of fresh starts. But of course, we're human beings. We're not always on our best uh, game every every Aries season. So we have to work. I mean, that's where the, where, where the us part comes in. And, you know, that's the thing about making the decision to transform and to introspect and to see what's in the way where really powerful things can happen with the astrology and you know just kind of do a quick segue into an event that I'm doing um, I believe it's next week sorry jet lag brain um, I recorded a um, kind of a talk on something called a quantum astrology with somebody called Devorah Spillman and the whole point is to talk about my own story about being an astrologer and why it's empowering astrology in the first place and how for me it wasn't enough to sort of look at it, the astrology and to think of it like a fate. For me, it's something to work with, something to co-create with, something something to transform with, for example. And um, you can get that talk, but you have to register for this free event. I did put the link in the show notes. Um, there's going to be more information on my website, but it's sort of this you know, quantum imagination, sharing your story, how to, to inspire people to transform themselves. And, and I can say just personally, I've transformed a lot um, over the last uh, 10, 15 years, and even the last few years. Because for me, astrology, especially the natal chart, maybe you've heard me talk about this, it's a blueprint. And it's a blueprint for your highest potential. But that's not something that we talk about each week. We focus more on the astrology of this week. And then we talk about these bigger cycles and stories that we're all living through and one of which and I did my big song and dance last week about Saturn you all know how much I love Saturn because it is about time cycles of time structures lessons why would I learn lessons well for me if I know the curriculum life's a little bit easier maybe hopefully um, but this week things are a little bit different although we are of course um, experiencing the energy of Saturn and aspect to the lunar nodes more on that in a moment we've got 
Jupiter conjunct Neptune, something that only happens once every 12 years. Um, we've got Mars going into Pisces, and then we round out the week with a Libra full moon. So we've got a lot to talk about this week. But uh, yeah, somebody asked me if I enjoyed my trip. Yes, I did enjoy my trip. Sort of my goal was to go to Florence and eat everything and mission accomplished. Um, even eat a lot of things in Milan too. That was my first time in Milan. But um, yes, again, my name is Katie Sweetman. Uh, this is Empowering Astrology. And as you may or may not know, I'm a psychic medium and astrologer here in the New York City area. Um, Quick side note, uh, you've heard me talk about this in previous uh, chats, but there, and this is not just happening to me, it's happening to pretty much everybody on Instagram who's in the ast astrological, tarot, psychic medium, numerology uh, world is that our accounts get cloned. It happens probably every other week or every few weeks. And uh, they change the name of the account so it looks very close to what the name of my account is. And then they friend you. And then they approach you and they ask you, how are you doing? Would you like to get a reading? And then, and then for some reason, you think it's me and you send them money, which don't do that. It's not me. I'm never going to direct message you. So I did have a couple of people reach out to say that they did get scammed out of money. But again, Unfortunately, all I can do is just tell you about it. I can report the accounts. Sometimes they're, they're taken down. Sometimes they're not. A lot of people ask, why am I not verified? Uh, I don't have a blue check against my name. I would love a blue check against my name. If you got some sort of insight, um, you got some sort of uh, back entrance to get a blue check, let me know. It would be very helpful. But um, yeah, this is why I put out some information on my Instagram stories about um, some of the more recent attempts to clone my account. I know it's annoying. Um, I just try to be zen about it. But um, yeah, that's just a little housekeeping uh, note for you all. But let's let's dive into the astrology this week. because We've got a lot to cover the astrology for April 11th through 17th, 2022. So we start the week, as I said earlier, with Saturn squared the lunar nodes. And this is something in a way we were feeling last week, Mars was square the lunar nodes with the Mars Saturn conjunction. Saturn is sort of in what 22 23 degrees of Aquarius if I'm remembering my astrology correctly again jet lag brain um, and then we have the lunar nodes that are Taurus and Scorpio so I point this out this is a little bit of a macro thing but Saturn talks about life and lessons and milestones and sort of the things that we remember it's not the ephemeral things of our lives it's the things that really build and construct our lives for better force. And when we have Saturn's with the lunar nodes, it's a time when we have to sort of make sure everything's in balance. We have to get serious. And there's something about maybe the things that we're choosing, the, the decisions that we're making, and some of the, maybe even the events that are playing out this week have far-reaching implications. I say far-reaching implications is because Saturn is a planet that deals with larger arcs of time. One of the reasons I love to talk about Saturn is that it's more evident when you point to a certain part of the chart of the astrology of the sky and say, look here, 
this is something that's been unfolding for the past few years. And so, for example, we had Saturn in Aquarius since March of 2020, um, and then it was back in December of 2020. So there's one part of our lives, for example, wherever Aquarius is, where we really have needed to take a step up. And so for everybody, we've been learning lessons about connection, community, social distancing, social connection and also social causes and sort of the systems and networks that our personal and collective lives run on. And the idea is when Saturn's in a sign that we build, we learn, we mature, we grow. But because Saturn has this energy that has a connection to Libra, long story short, Saturn wants balance, equity, and fairness. We have to put things back into balance this week. The lunar nodes in a way talk about the karmic story arc of our lives. Where are we growing and evolving to, both personally and collectively? Saturn, in a way, is looking at the receipts this week. So really pay attention to some of the subtext and the themes and the challenges and even the positive wins, Saturn's not always negative, um, that you are experiencing this week because they speak to a larger story arc of your life. And you know, with Saturn square the nodes, we're just two weeks, two and a half weeks out from a solar eclipse. In a way, this is all connected to the solar eclipse energy and solar eclipse stories that we're going to be navigating as we get into the end of April and into May. By the way, shameless plug, I'm going to do an eclipse webinar. I do have the links in the show notes. Um, I'm going to be talking more about that later, but that's going to be on April 28th. But if you want to put that on your calendar, you many of you know I do an eclipse webinar every six months, just in time for the eclipses, so you know what this eclipse season means for you and how to navigate it. But um, yeah, so that's why I'm thinking about sort of these things that are happening have a little bit of a ripple outward because the lunar eclipses, the lunar nodes, and even Saturn talk about these large arcs of time. The, Lunar node nodal cycle is 18-ish years. So the eclipses that we're going to be having in April, May actually are pretty close to the degrees of the eclipses of 2003. I know, 2003, crazy. So that's that. The other, well, I would say one of the main headliners this week is Jupiter makes its conjunction to... Neptune and Pisces at 24 degrees, right on my south node, by the way. So what's Jupiter? And, and we've talked about this in previous um, updates, but Jupiter is the planet that inspires us to know and to want to learn more. It's curiosity, but it's more than curiosity. It pulls us out of ourselves. It makes us look outwardly. In Sagittarius, it's travel, it's search for truth and meaning, it's, it's, it's search for wisdom and knowledge, but it's externally. But in Pisces, where Jupiter is right now, the search is internal. For some people, this is an existential crisis. For others, it's a discovery. It's a discovery of something deep within. It's sort of this greater question of what do our lives amount to? I know that's a big, heavy statement. But Pisces, and I'll do fairness to Pisces, it's a sign that does deal with these bigger existential questions. What does it all mean? Who is it for? Why am I here? That's the reason why Pisces, as a Jupiter-ruled sign, is the last sign of the zodiac. It sort of reaches, it sort of talks about the end of the story. So then here's Neptune. 
And Neptune has been in uh, Pisces since 2010, 2011. I know that's, a, or is it 2011, 2012? Long time, nevertheless. Uh, Neptune will spend 14 years and a sign. And Neptune's a planet, number one, it's an evolutionary planet. So it works on a very different level than Jupiter. Jupiter's very real world. Neptune starts to open us up to something beyond this world. Neptune works on a level that's more subliminal, subconscious, it's feeling, it's emotion, and on a more kind of energetic level, it pulls back the veil. It dissolves the boundaries between this world and the next world, and in its highest potential, it opens us up to our universal reality, the reality of who we are beyond this world. I don't know, maybe you don't believe that, I don't know. But Neptune, we, especially with Jupiter and Neptune, we can uh, the instinct is maybe to paint this with a very like, oh, it's it's magical, it's beautiful, it's compassionate, and of course it is, and that's certainly the highest expression. But then there's also this energy of Neptune where maybe that search for faith or that crisis of faith or that sort of deeper existential, what do, what does this mean? What am I? What am I here for? That becomes a little bit more palpable, and it's my belief that Neptune in order to get to that higher healing, higher expression, um, unconditional love of Neptune, we have to face something within ourselves and we have to transform it. We have to heal it. We have to purify it. I mean that you need to kind of get away from the ego and the suffering. And that's where I think Neptune's a little bit of a tricky planet. Um, and, and it's my feeling um, that a lot of us don't really get Neptune. Um, but that's just my personal feelings. But um, but nevertheless, this is a week and certainly tomorrow's conjunction of Jupiter and Neptune. It wants to open our hearts. And maybe you're feeling that as a as a deep emotion or a deep questioning or a deep release. Maybe you are feeling very emotional. But to open your heart is to in a way surrender to something greater than yourselves. And whether you call that the higher self or you call that something else, the divine spirit, source, God, creator, um, there is something, I mean, I don't want to take my word for it, but uh, maybe, to, maybe to meditate and to reflect on that. Um, so that's Jupiter conjunct Neptune. By the way, um, the last time Jupiter conjunct Neptune was in three dates throughout 2009. I think it was something like May and July and December of 2009. I know, you know, this sort of Jupiter Neptune cycle is is a 12 year cycle. Here we are, 12 years later. That conjunction, by the way, was in Aquarius this time. It's in Pisces. Then on April 14th, Mars leaves Aquarius and goes into Pisces. So think back to about March 6th of 2022, so a month ago, more than a month ago, um, five, six weeks ago, and Mars has was in Aquarius. And Mars in Aquarius, especially as the ruler of, of Aries and, and Aries season that we've been having the last three weeks, it's been more about the, the, the looking outward, that you, in a way, kind of what I was saying earlier about Jupiter, but in the sense of searching outwardly in the world, um, big ideas, looking towards the future. Aquarius is very intellectual, so there's been this very mind and intellect component to Aries season over the past few weeks. It's been about connection and friends and community, although Mars probably has been poking on some sensitive issues. Saturn's in the same sign as Mars right now. 
But when Mars goes into Pisces, Aries season shifts. It now takes on a new um, tone, a new mood. And now we're not so much about the mind. We're about the heart and the soul and the spirit and intuition and compassion and forgiveness. You know, Mars as the ruler of Aries is very self-motivated. It's very self-directed. Nothing wrong with that. We all have to really learn to stand on our own two feet to fight for what we believe we need. Um, we need that Mars. Mars is the energy of power. It's like the gas of, of, of the astrology. No Mars, no go. But in Pisces, Mars has to take that energy drive and initiative, that spark, and sometimes even that frustration and anger, and express it through the lens of Pisces. Pisces, as the last sign of the zodiac, it's not about the self. It's not about the individual. It's about the universal. It's about the collective, the collective on a much broader level. It's, not, it's water. It's the element of water, but it's water on a universal scale. You know, I, I think of Pisces, I think of the great ocean, the sort of spiritual ocean that we all return to, these amniotic waters that form the bridge between one life and the next life. So this is a Mars that can't be selfish. This is a Mars that has to be altruistic. It has to think about how its actions um, impact other people and maybe even impact something greater than just people, something beyond this world. And this is a Mars that in its highest expression, it's not a warrior for its own gain. It's a warrior for something greater. I always think of the spiritual warrior when I think of Mars and Pisces. So again, it's gonna be a little bit of a mood shift um, and it's gonna activate the energies of Jupiter and Neptune. So it's possible that just we're really gonna feel a bit more sensitive as we go into the second half of the week, just in time for the Libra full moon. So the Libra full moon on April 16th, Saturday, April 16th, it's happening at 26 degrees of Libra. Um, this full moon puts the spotlight on a few things, namely relationships. So a few moments ago, I said Aries is about the self, the I, the individual, but the other side of that is Libra. The, the we, the partner, relationships. Libra reminds us that we can't be so Aries that it's all about ourselves. It's all about our wants, our needs, our desires. Libra says that there's other people. We have to learn to, to negotiate, to find um, common ground, uh, consensus. We have to partner with people and even to have relationship uh, with people and then traditionally Libra is the sign of marriage and contracts. Hopefully I'm not saying that wrong. But um, this is a time when we have to balance out all this Aries energy with other people. So it's possible that on one level this week is bringing up something with you and another person or how you connect and interact and socialize with people. Maybe that needs to change. Maybe that's fine. Maybe this is a time for you to take action to have more relationship and partnership in your life to some earlier comments about Saturn. We, we need, uh, we need the balance in our lives. We can't put everything on our shoulders. We have to learn to delegate and to help get help from other people 
for example, there's sort of this interesting dichotomy in the new moon energies. On one hand, it points over to Venus and Pisces. And Venus, we would say in astrology, is exalted in Pisces. It loves being in Pisces. It sort of believes in the promise of true love, unconditional love, spiritual love, and the romance of life. And that sounds nice. Um, and so there's a, there's a lot of beauty in this full moon and, and Venus is in the same sign as Jupiter and Neptune and it's very open-hearted but this full moon um, also has a square to Pluto and that's you we're gonna feel that too because I think Pluto is saying to us that in order to really be open to this beauty and hopefully a promise of Venus and Jupiter and Neptune and, and even Mars and Pisces um, we have to do some work you know, Pluto is an evolutionary planet, meaning its job is to get us to grow and transform by any means possible. So if the spotlight is on relationships this week, then Pluto is saying, what's in the way? Is it something that is in ourselves that we're not owning and we're projecting onto other people? Is it toxic relationship? Is it um, even perhaps even worse? So Pluto says we all have to face ourselves. We all have to look in the mirror this week. We all have to look behind um, the lens and do the deeper work. We cannot ignore, and it's pretty, you know, uh, tight square to, uh, to Pluto. Pluto's at 28, the full moon's at 26 degrees, just two degree orb, we would say in astrology. Um, but there is an element of needing to let go, you know, the energy of this this points back to Pisces. It's like whatever we are holding on to could be something, you know, that's from the past, a past relationship. Somebody did me, you know, harm, did me wrong. And how do we have a really true release and, and, and healing on some level this week? So be open to, you know, sort of the highest potential of this full moon to really show you how to have a very different type of connection, not just romantic connection, but very different type of connection with people and how to open our hearts. And a lot of times our hearts are very close. We're, we're guarded, we're protected. We don't feel safe to to open up. And that's, a you know, speaking of safety, that's a lot of the uh, safety and intimacy is a lot at the root of a lot of the eclipses that we're going to be having in, you know, two and a half to to five weeks from now. So yeah, we're going to have a solar eclipse on April 30th in Taurus. It's at 10 degrees of Taurus, I believe. And then we're going to have a lunar eclipse on May 16th at 26 degrees of Scorpio. So yeah, we're getting into eclipse season and eclipse season, even though the eclipses are two weeks two three weeks away, they're already happening right now the the stories are unfolding pay attention um that's you know again another shameless plug you know i'm going to be doing that eclipse webinar on april 28th so you can understand how these energies are working through your sign and even your rising sign if you know it but um yeah it's it's a big week for for milestones for relationships to create balance to sort of face something that may not be working or something that can be reformed and transformed. That's sort of the other side. So Pluto is it can powerfully reform and transform. It can take it from its darkness and to put it into light. It can take it from its unconsciousness and put it into conscious consciousness, for example. 
so those are your, your greater points and highlights this week. I just want to start to put clip season on your radar because it's, it's, it's coming. Um, and just if you're like, what does that mean, Katie? What's the clip season? So every six months we have eclipses. They put the spotlight on two signs in our chart. If you're like, what's a chart? You're not just your sun sign. You have all the signs in your astrology chart, that moment that you were born. And it's as if we get to this point, again, it happens every six months, and the eclipses say that it's time for a new hour, a new chapter, a new story. And wherever the eclipse is falling, it's like, I tell people, it's like the curtain comes down on one chapter and or the one scene or one story, just like you're watching a theatrical performance, and it comes up. And the scene may look very different. There may be new people, there may be new scenes, new um, furniture, new sets, um, and it may be traumatic in its change. It's a thing about eclipse energy. It can be a bit of a pivot for some people. But that's the thing, um, you know, it's, it's hard to say. Um, but the, these eclipses have been playing out um, in a way since last November. We had that first eclipse um, back on November 19th in Taurus and then it's my feeling that these eclipses not just these eclipses but the eclipses in October November of this year they're really galvanizing a story that began in 2018 2019 and that's when Uranus went into Taurus and we're gonna have an eclipse in Taurus on April 30th so whatever shifts started to happen for you in 2018 2019 for some of you, they're rather profound, especially if you're, if you're what's called a fixed sign. Um, it means that now it comes to a head. Maybe you, it's the next part, the next big part of a story that's been unfolding for the past few years. But more on that later. Um, let's look at the astrology for the 12 signs. Just a reminder, you can always listen for your rising sign if you know it. If you're like, what's a rising sign? Uh, it's important that you do need to know your um, your exact birth, birth time in order to calculate your birth, uh, your rising sign. And if you do know your birth time, but you don't know your rising sign, there are plenty of free sites on the internet that will calculate it for you. So Let's look at the astrology for April 11th through 17th, 2022 for Aries. So Aries, lots going on, you know, namely your planet Mars is changing signs on April 14th. So over the last five, six weeks, it's been about Aquarius and Aquarius says, okay, what are, what's, what's the next steps? What's our future? Where are we headed? It's been a very broad, broadly focused time for you. But it's also been a time that's highlighted a deeper story that's been, you know, since 2020 about friends and community and really to know who your friends are and who your community and allies are. When it goes into Pisces, you enter a five, six week period until I think it's May 24th where you need to take a rest. And every, you know, this happens every two years, Mars goes into Pisces. So this is your time to come to the end of something, to relax, to let go, to not fight, to prepare yourself for the next chapter of your life, to go within and maybe even to some earlier points to ask yourself these deep existential questions. What does it all mean? And maybe even what has the last two years meant? Because Mars last went into Pisces, in May of 2020. So certainly we've all lived a lot of life since May of 2020. 
Um, I will say that these eclipses that are coming up for you, they are really activating themes around money, material stability, material security, trust, value, self-worth. Um, and then this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is happening in Pisces, and Pisces is your last sign. So just remember, Aries, um, even though it's your season, happy birthday, um, even though it's sort of coming to its last uh, stretch, don't forget to nourish something deep within yourself. Um, that's what Jupiter is trying to do. It's trying to get you to answer deep existential questions, to find meaning within, to nourish your spirituality, for example. And then we have the uh, Libra full moon. Libra is your relationship sign. So this is your uh, full moon um, in your personal calendar each year to really highlight relationship, to take action, to um, make a change, to reach out to people. And so if you are in an existing relationship, maybe you're having to navigate something, um, maybe deal with something, and maybe with all that energy of Pisces happening, um, either to heal, to let go, or to release something. Um, and maybe with Pluto and Capricorn, with, with all this energy, something about career, something about your direction in life, and even the things that you think are important, maybe they aren't so important. We'll see. We'll see how this all unfolds. Um, Taurus. So Taurus, uh, lots going on. You know, Venus is your planet. It's been in Pisces. This has been about community and friendships and looking ahead to towards the future um, and really feeling wanting to be of, let's say, service in the world. Um, I will also add Taurus that um, this Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is happening also in Pisces. So maybe this is a time that's really opening up you up to the power of friendship and connection and maybe even you know the compassion that you can get from other people in your social circle or maybe even on another level opening up your heart to humanity. So maybe you're feeling very called to be a part of a social issue or a social cause, both both in your community or maybe even um, beyond your community. Um, the Mars is going into Pisces, so it's really sort of heating up a lot of things that are already been going on um, with Venus now in your sign of friends and community. So maybe you need to take action, Taurus, and maybe you're now thinking, well, how can I be of service? How can I help? How can I take action? So maybe you're actually doing something about it um, this week. And then you have the Libra full moon. Libra is your sign of health and wellness. Um, this is a time for you to, am I doing that right? Yeah. So this is a time for you to really uh, focus on your health, how you take care of your body, how you inhabit your body, how you inhabit your day-to-day -day life, um, projects, uh, service, work, um, and sort of making sure everything is tip-top. Um, but again, to that service uh, comment earlier, especially with that 6th and 11th um, sign connection, um, what you are being of service of, even if it's in your day-to-day -day life, it's, it really is about how do you help something beyond this world. Um, I will also add that Saturn square the nodes, especially because Saturn is such a big player in your astrology right now. Something about this week, even if it's not so evident, may be pivotal and it may be preparing you for the larger changes and experiences that you're going to be having with this eclipse season that's coming up. 
Do not forget, Taurus, that you're going to have a solar eclipse in your sign on April 30th. So this is a time of powerful new beginnings, new chapters, um, going off in new directions, um, but in a way that's building on the perhaps massive and profound changes that you've been making since May of 2018 and March of 2019. Gemini. Gemini. So Mars, well, first Mercury, which I kind of breezed over because it happened like right at the end of last week. But Mercury is your planet. It's now in Taurus. Uh, Gemini, Taurus is what's called your 12th sign. So even though Mercury is, I think, going through Taurus a bit quickly, it's bringing you behind the scenes right now. It's time to reflect, recharge, recharge your batteries. It's don't move fast right now, Gemini, and maybe do even a lot of the deeper inner work. I think the larger story of 2022 and really uh, since 2021 for you, uh, Gemini, is these sort of deeper existential questions and sort of the truth for search and meaning. That said, with so much going on in Pisces right now, Gemini, your professional life, your career, and even sort of your larger role in the world is really hot right now. Venus is in your career sign. Um, who else is there? Oh, Jupiter and Neptune. So the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, one level may open up a new opportunity in your professional life. But it's this thing about Neptune um, and even the thing about Pisces being your career sign. Gemini, you have to do what you love. Your heart has to be in it. Your soul has to be in it. If it's not filling you up in some way, maybe that's not supporting your life right now. So Jupiter may be opening a lot of doors for you, but in, in a way, ask yourself, is it sort of divinely led, divinely timed? Um, is it something that's deep in your heart and soul? So maybe there's sort of a value question that's happening right now, but this may mean in its highest expression, um, maybe even the energy of miracles. I know it's a big word, but in its highest expression, that Jupiter-Neptune conjunction does feel like you know something from beyond coming in and helping us when we need it. Mars coming into this part of your chart on the 14th really does activate this whole story about your professional life and maybe things are starting to move very quickly as a result. Um, but it's a time when it's about being open-hearted, really focusing on your professional life, really making sure these opportunities are really something in your heart and soul and maybe on some level being released from a situation that hasn't been nourishing you. Um, and I know this is kind of a weird thing to say, but it's maybe Gemini like pray or reflect or meditate and envision what is the, the what is the thing that you need in your in your world, um, your professional life, your career, or even the role that you want to play in this world. Um, like I said, you know, Saturn has been asking you these really deep existential questions for the past two years. And on some levels, the, the stuff that's happening right now with so many planets in Pisces is preparing you for next year when Saturn arrives. And then it's a very different chapter of time about really building your professional life and answering some simple questions starting in 2023. What do I want to be when I grow up? But not to get ahead of myself. Um, that said, the Libra full moon for you is about self and play and self-expression and creativity. So it's a time to get back to what's passionate, passionate in your life and to get back to even the spark of life. Because um, even if you're working like crazy right now, we all have to make sure that you know 
that it's feeding us, that it's sort of, that we're not getting burnt out, for example. So really prioritize fun this week, Gemini. Um, Cancer. So, Cancer, what do we begin? Um, Saturn is in your eighth, as you hear me talk about week in and week out. Don't worry, you have 11 months left, you're getting there. Um, but there might be some turning point for you this week and, and part of this deeper work that you've been doing and needing to sort of put the your deeper emotional self, um, to do the deeper emotional work at this time. Um, so Saturn might be a little bit heavy, but that said, Jupiter is conjunct Neptune. Neptune and Jupiter are in what's called your ninth sign of travel, exploration, faith, truth, meaning. So especially when Mars gets there on March, uh, not March, um, April 14, you're entering a time where it is about asking yourself and even trying to answer these deeper existential questions. What does it all mean? What do I believe in? What's my truth? What's my faith? Um, especially as you round out these last months with Saturn in your eighth. That's the whole thing about the interplay between the eighth and the ninth sign in a chart. You do the deep work in the eighth and you are transformed by that work, but then you get to the ninth. It has to sort of shape your shape your worldview. It has to shape what you believe in and what you think is true. So in a way, I think what's happening this week and or even into next week with all these plants in Pisces, um, even though we're in Aries season, it's preparing you for the deeper questions that you're gonna be asking yourself once Saturn gets there in March of 2023. So on a more mundane level, there's a focus on um, expression or what you believe in, your, your, your truth, your convictions, um, education. Um, really needing to share your wisdom and knowledge about something and even travel. And this is a part of the chart that talks about the search and the quest. And maybe you are going to another country or someplace far away. The, the best that you can do that for right now, of course. But it is a very outward looking time. That said, the Libra full moon for you, Libra is your sign of family, it's home, it's your, your living environment, it's your household, and it's even the past and memories and your emotional core. So this is a full moon that may coincide with a need to make a decision about your living situation, um, a move, somebody moves in, somebody moves out, you're planning for a move, um, and maybe even having to ask yourself bigger questions about where is home and who is home. But that said, this is a season that is about your career, especially with Aries season and with Mars going to Pisces, it sort of shifts a lot of the narrative in your professional life this week. Um, Leo. Leo, so Saturn is in your relationship sign and so Saturn square the nodes is sort of one of these hopefully subtle but maybe not subtle pivot points this week it is about a check-in on relationships is everything and balance is everything where it needs to be um, this is in advance of the eclipses that we're going to be having at the end of April and into May which highlight your career and highlight also home and family and your living situation so that said you know this week we've got the full moon this full moon for you Leo <clears throat> is in your, your what's called your, wait, gotta do the math. Um, it's 
going to come to me. Um, your third sign. <laughs> so your third sign is about your voice and communication and how you speak and listen and learn. So this is a time for you to really use your voice. And with so much going on in Pisces, of course, use your voice well, use it compassionately, uh, use your voice to um, really em empathize with others, for example, but on a more um, mundane level, <laughs> brain, jet lag, um, a more mundane level, it is about making choices and making even important choices in your life right now. And even deep emotional choices with all the energy that's showing up in your eighth sign at the moment. But you might be looking at education and travel, for example, because uh, Aries season is also a season for travel for you. Um, the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, uh, Jupiter is in your eighth. And so with so many planets in your eighth, as I said a few moments ago, it's a little bit of a sensitive time for you, Leo. It's a time for you to go deep in yourself, to look at themes around intimacy, vulnerability, trust, openness, to reveal yourselves, to, to see what's behind um, you know, the, the parts of yourself that you're not seeing. The energy will start to, of course, move into Aries, you know, as the personal planets get into Aries. But before that, you're feeling things deeply and maybe you need to, with the full moon and Libra, feel it or talk about what are your deepest emotions and feelings and vulnerabilities right now. But Jupiter can bring a lot of openings and opportunities and Neptune can bring a lot of healing. So this could be a powerful week for some sort of deeper, deeper emotional healing. Virgo. Um, Virgo, this full moon um, is happening in what's called your second sign. Your second sign is about money and income. So on a very practical level, you're thinking about money matters this week. And it's not just money. It's also a resource. It's the things that you own. It's your material world, but it's also value and worth and even self-worth. So Virgo, you've got you know, a lot of planets going on, a lot of things happening in Pisces. And it's important for you to understand, Virgo, that Pisces is your relationship sign. And yes, you know, we're in Aries season. A lot of things have moved into Aries, but you've got, got Venus in Pisces, you've got Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces. And that Jupiter-Neptune conjunction this week does and may talk about some sort of beautiful new beginning in relationships, sort of the thing that I like just to caution about Neptune is sometimes we put uh, the rose-colored glasses on, sometimes we um, see the best in people and we completely blank on the flaws. And, and of course, that's not going to be the case for you, Virgo, but just me, me doing my due diligence to Neptune, of course. But that said, this could be a beautiful um, new opening for relationship, whether it is a new relationship or an existing relationship. Uh, also, your planet, Mercury, is over in Taurus. So this is a time when you're thinking about what do you believe in? What's your truth? What do you stand for? What's your mission? What's your philosophy? Um, and then, of course, to go back to Pisces, Mars going into Pisces on April 14th will really heat up your relationship life, not just romantic relationships, all relationships. So if there's somebody that you're in a relationship with, and maybe if there's something that needs to be addressed, here comes Mars. And Mars is not subtle. Mars will bring it to a forefront. But Mars also motivates, initiates, and sort of can make us take action and even make commitments to other people. Um, we also have, of course, that Libra full moon. I'm trying to make sure I don't 
forget ever anything. Um, but yeah, that's that's Virgo. Sorry, got my list in front of me because, like I said, there's a lot going on this week. Libra. So Libra, this full moon puts you in the spotlight. So this is your time in your personal calendar where you've got the, let's say the new moon that's around your birthday. So it's not Libra season, but this full moon always happens in Aries season. Aries is your sign of relationship. So this is a time about other people as much as it is about you. And maybe on some level, things are a bit loud at the moment. That said, your planet Venus is now in Pisces. It's going to be joined on April 14th by Mars. Oh, there's my doggy. Um, he likes to come sit on me. Um, anyway, here's my, my brain back. Um, but yeah, you've got Mars going into Pisces on April 14th. It's joining Venus, it's joining Jupiter, it's joining Neptune. There's something about this time, Libra. It'd be interesting to see how it's unfolding for you. There's an element that's about health, your your day-to-day -day life, your, your physical life, um, how you organize your day-to-day -day life. And Jupiter in this part of your chart is really giving you op opportunities and maybe even a, a dose of motivation to really focus on your health and wellness and hopefully make positive changes in your life right now. Neptune speaks of a larger story that's been unfolding over their, what, the last 12 years, 10 years, 10 years, um, about really transforming and healing your relationship with your body, relationship with health, uh, having a very different relationship with your body and health. But that said, having Pisces as, as this part of your chart, it does talk about the importance of rituals in your day-to-day -day life and taking time for things, for example. Um, but Venus is there, Mars will show up. Maybe Mars has a tendency to be a little bit of a workaholic when it's in this part of the chart. Um, and then, of course, that Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, that's some sort of new beginning for you in your in your day-to-day -day life. But um, it is a bit of a, of a of a big time this week for you, Libra. Again, the spotlight is on you in the spotlight is on relationships and maybe even seeing a shift in your relationship story once March, Mars changes signs on April 14th. Scorpio. So Mars is your planet. It's been in Aquarius for the last uh, four or five weeks and it goes into Pisces on April 14th. So you're leaving a time that's been more analytical, mental, sort of looking at the systems and networks of your life, but also looking at the past, home, family, sort of these deeper questions about where's home and who is home, something that you've been trying to answer ever since Saturn got there in 2020. But Mars goes into Pisces, and this is a five, six week period into the end of May, where it is about your um, self-expression, your creativity, getting back to you, getting back to your identity, for example. And on some level, this is about play. Now you have Jupiter there. You've had Jupiter there for, you know, since December. Neptune's been there since 2011, 2012. And Venus is there too. You have a little bit of a party. And I think on some level, Scorpio, 
this has been a time about you really opening up to a new dimension of who you are, maybe peeling back a lot of the things that you aren't. Um, really let loose this week, Scorpio. Is that even possible for you, for example? Um, but the fifth sign, again, it's about creativity, self-expression. It's also about romance. So maybe on some level, the romance of life. So make time for what brings you passion and joy, especially with all these planets in Pisces, this Libra full moon. It does highlight what's called your 12th. So this is a full moon to let go and surrender on some level. It could be a letting go of an aspect of self that's not you, or even taking your creativity and your self-expression and using it towards something that is of a greater good of service to others. But it's very interesting dichotomy. I think on some level, this full moon is telling you to slow down, to play, but also to go within and to find answers and to find the sort of spiritual link between who you are and then who you are on a much grander level. That said, Saturn square, the nodes, it's a sort of a week of milestones, possibly one that prepares you for the eclipses of later this month, these eclipses that will be in the, the sign of relationship, but also your sign because the full moon will be in Scorpio on May 16th. Sagittarius. So Jupiter is your planet. It's down in Pisces. So this is the last four months, if not a little bit longer, because you had a little bit of dip in the middle of 2021, has been about family home, roots, foundation. Jupiter in this part of your chart, on some level, the, the home life is rich. Family is supportive. You're getting what you need. At least that's the idea. Neptune, although it's been in this part of your chart the last 10 years, maybe it's bringing up some deeper, thornier issues. Can, do, can I get my needs met? Um, what of the past am I still holding on to? There's been on some level very quiet and deep release and transformation that's been happening since 2011, 2012 for you, for example. But this is a new beginning on some level with Jupiter conjunct Neptune, a new beginning to find mysticism and faith and truth to let go and surrender and to shed the negative facets of the ego. Um, that's the Jupiter. So Mars is also going to show up in this part of your chart. It hasn't been here since 2020. And sort of this big focus starts to happen. All these planets are in your fourth sign. So when Mars is in the fourth, the home environment typically is a bit noisy. There, there could be a move. People move in. People move out. Um, renovations. Things get, like, again, a bit noisy. Um, and maybe you're looking for peace at home and it's not so simple. But maybe it'll be different with Venus, Jupiter, and Neptune down in this part of your chart. But typically there's a motivation to create a home environment and maybe that's where a lot of your focus is gonna happen this week, next week, and even into May. Um, the Libra full moon is putting friends and community in the spotlight. Typically you need to, when a full moon happens, you need to take action, you need to make a decision, something's in the full moon. Um, but this might be uh, sort of this larger question about family and your connection to friends and sort of these emotional connections that you have to friends. But maybe you need to make some sort of decision about who your friends are and sort of your social circle or making sure that your needs are getting met, for example. But on a, on a grander level, of course, maybe this is a time when you feel that you have a bounty and, and I hope a bounty of emotional connection and friends and community in your life.
Um, Capricorn. So Capricorn, your planet Saturn is square the nodes this week. It's a big week for you and maybe not so obvious, but really pay attention to the questions you're asking yourself, the events that are happening, and they may be pivotal in some way, and they may be pivotal in a way that have far reaching consequence. This is a time to put things into balance to sort of balance the karmic scales to make sure that everything um, lines up and that everything is above board. Um, This is preparing you for the eclipses that are going to be happening later this, uh, this, this, this month. And of course, these eclipses are going to be talking about my mind is blanking. It's it's happening about who you are and your self-expression. It's happening about friends and sort of identity and the greater whole and the collective. But this is a time of big um, decisions for you in theory. Um, the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is happening in your third. You know, over the last 10 years, you've had to really open up to your intuitive voice to really find compassion and and understanding and how you use your words and how you think and how you listen, how you learn. Um, And so this is the start of a new cycle. And this is a time to to communicate differently, to to leave something behind of the past, for example. And then a Mars joins the, the group, you know, it's got Venus there, Jupiter, Neptune, Mars goes in on March, March, April 14th. So Funny enough, you may have a lot to say once Mars is there, but it's sort of going through this lens and maybe what you're saying is something that you've always wanted to say or, or maybe it's the, the conversation that you've wanted to have to, to, to heal something or patch things up with somebody for a long time. But um, really pay attention to the, the things that you're saying, the things that you're thinking, the things that you want to communicate and the, maybe in the, the, the desire and, and the desire to, to heal something or to have a conversation that really heals somebody something with somebody. Um, the full moon is going to happen in your career sign. So this is a time when your professional life is in the spotlight. Um, it's about making some big decisions in your professional life, job changes, getting a new position, getting recognized for your talents, gifts, and abilities, and maybe something about some, some bigger choices in life, um, especially with the energy pointing over to the third part, third sign in your chart. Aquarius, um, Saturn is in your sign. It's been in your sign since 2020. You are Saturn ruled. So you are sort of in this time of new beginnings and, and new chapters and powerful new chapters. So Saturn squares the nodes. And this is on some level, there's something about this week, maybe even last week that was pivotal. It's sort of talking about the need to balance things, to prepare, to put things in order. Um, You're going to be having eclipses in what's called your 10th and your 4th as you get into the end of April and May. It's about career. It's about home and family. It's about pivot points for you, Aquarius. That said, the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is happening for you in your second sign of money and income. This thing about Aquarius and having Pisces as the money sign. Aquarius, whatever you whatever you invest in, whatever you however you earn a living, whatever you think is valuable and worthy, it has to in a way feed your soul. It has to align with some sort of greater truth and meaning and altruism and 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 whatnot. So Jupiter in this part of the chart can bring in new opportunities for money and income, but also resource. It's not just money. Um, It's also feeling supported and that we have enough. Um, Venus is there too. Maybe there's a lot of spending or need to make some purchases or to invest in something greater. 
Mars comes into this part of the chart and typically Mars is going to hit on some larger topics around value and worth. Is it worth it? Should I spend my money on this? Do I, what do I need in order to feel safe and secure? That said, a Libra full moon puts what's called your ninth sign in spotlight and your ninth sign is all about what do you believe in? What do you stand for? What's your truth? What's your convictions? How do you share your wisdom and knowledge and how do you even gain wisdom? and knowledge in your life. And on a mundane level, maybe you're thinking about your education. Um, maybe you're thinking about travel, seeking, exploring, um, publishing, writing. This is a time that on the other end of things with airy season, it's about the voice and really cultivating the voice and really discovering, of course, the value of the voice right now. Um, but uh, yeah, there you go, Aquarius. Pisces, here we are, the, the last sign, the zodiac, um, got so much going on in your sign right now. You know, that's the thing about being a Pisces at the moment, you've heard me say this, is that you've got one foot in a new life, one foot in an old life, things are still wrapping up with Saturn in the final degrees of what's called your 12th sign. But that said, Jupiter is in your sign, Neptune's in your sign, and I realize this might not be so obvious, but over the last decade with Neptune in your sign, you've been incre becoming increasingly, increasingly sensitive, whether emotionally sensitive, energetically sensitive, sensitive to spirituality, searching for something greater, some sort of greater truth or meaning. But Neptune, on some level, has been reminding Pisces that they're not in control. I realize that might be a little bit of a uh, unpopular comment, but that's the thing about Neptune. We don't, we can't be in control. It sort of reminds us that there's forces greater than ourselves. But that said, a Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is, on some level, a powerful new beginning, a time of surrender, peace, compassion, forgiveness, healing and sort of a return to these bigger existential questions that have been fomenting over the last decade. Venus is here. Um, Mars is going to show up on uh, April 14th. And when Mars shows up, we want to take action. We want to move forward. And whatever we're moving forward towards hits on something very deep and spiritual and emotional. That said, the Libra full moon on the 16th of April it puts something called your eighth sign in the spotlight. So this is the time in your personal zodiac calendar when you have to sort of look at something deep within, and maybe it's uncomfortable. That's the, that's the point of the eighth. We have to get uncomfortable. The eighth teaches us that unless we face ourselves, we do the work, we get into the discomfort of life, we don't truly grow, for example. So this full moon um, on, on, the, on, on the 16th is highlighting on intimacy, vulnerability, power, control, relationships, sex, but also power, money, finance, investment, taxes, um, inheritances, state, for example. So this is a time really with the, especially with the uh, airy season, it's about money and income and material stability. So this is all really touching on some deep personal themes, especially with all the planets back in your sign, Pisces. Um, it's a time of new beginnings, but a new beginning that's built on maybe having to do some inner work. So that's your look at the astrology of April 
11th through 17th, 2022. Thank you for bearing with my jet lag. Um, yeah, I, I flew in um, from Milan yesterday because I'm a Sagittarius and I'm like, let's go to Italy for the weekend. That's that's a great idea, right? Not Sagittarius, Sagittarius rising, I'm Scorpio. See, you can tell I'm jet lag. So um, there you go. That's your look at the astrology. Follow me online at empoweringastrology.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Spotify. I'm on YouTube. Um, book a consultation with me. Many of you are my clients. Um, and as I said earlier, I've got a couple of events coming up. I've got the start of this quantum imagination series with the divorce that's starting on April 18th. You have to register. It's free to be able to access the video that we did and some of the videos of the other, I think it's 20 something speakers. It's all about um, your story and really transforming your life and being an inspiration to other people. And for me, you know, how astrology is only 50% and how you change yourself in order to change your relationship with astrology and to change your external world. Um, I'm also going to be doing a um, Clips uh, workshop on April 28th. Again, the link is in the show notes. And then I'm going to be doing my Taurus New Moon Circle on April 30th, Saturday, April 30th, uh, just in time for the solar eclipse. That should be a lot of fun. So there you go. Um, I will see you all next week. Have a wonderful week. And until next time, take care. Bye.